It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, I have a confession. Here's the deal. I, years ago, worked for the great Doug Wright. And if you remember when Doug Wright was here at KSL News Radio broadcasting full time, uh, the, the week was split up four days of, uh, of aggressive, in depth analysis and opinion of the news around the world and in your community. And then on Friday, and on Friday, we did something a little bit different. You know, that movie show, it continues. Wonderful, wonderful broadcast each week uh, here on Fridays in KSL News Radio. When, and that was my responsibility. I was, I was the producer of the movie show as well as uh, the other four uh, shows that Doug would deliver here on these airwaves uh, each, each day. And I was a movie expert. I was a movie expert. I knew everything. I knew all the actors. I knew who had written things. I knew what a key grip was. I've since forgotten. And I have also since uh, fallen out of following movies like a sport, like I used to. And so uh, to help me on this occasion, the day after the announcements of Oscar nominations, I've invited Doug Wright uh, onto the program. Uh, first off, to offer my apologies uh, for, for letting for letting my knowledge of, uh, you know, what's most up to date in the movie world slip, uh, but also uh, to beg some of his uh, enlightenment to share with you uh, what we should be paying attention to this Oscar season. So with that, uh, let me welcome to the program the great Doug Wright. Sir, how are you? I'm doing well, Lee. Thanks so much. You know, the movie show has always kind of been my Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, and I'm not sure which is which. But uh, Fridays were a bit of an anomaly back in the day, and still are. <laughs> tell, tell, tell us the – give us real quickly – we have a few extra minutes here. Give us the genesis of that program. Oh, uh, You know, I, I inherited this little movie review. When I took middays, and I mentioned to you so many years ago, that was just a part-time job for 33 years. You know, yeah. I was always on the bubble. But there was this little thing, and it was sponsored by Trolley Square Theaters. That shows you how long ago it was. And Chris Hicks would come in from the Deseret News, and we'd talk movies for like two and a half, three minutes, real quick, just basically what was coming on. And so anyway, we both loved movies. We started talking a little bit more. That two and a half minutes became five, then it became 10, then it became like 15 minutes. And I expected, expected the big hairy hand of KSL to just come down and go, sure. flap, you know, you're, you're done. <laughs> but But they let it grow. And we let it grow, and pretty soon it was an hour, then it was two hours, and then ridiculously, you know, three years ago almost, it became three hours, and here we are today, and there's just no explanation for the movie show. What's it mean to you today? You enjoy that? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun, and I've always loved movies, and it's uh, it's just a kick to sit around and you know, we don't take ourselves very seriously, as anybody, you know, knows who listens to the show. And, you know, movies are not rocket science. They're, you know, one out of 100 movies 
kind of, you know, make a big difference. One out of a thousand movies maybe will change the world. And, you know, most of them are just popcorn movies and we have fun. Sure. That's that's what movies are for. L- listen, Doug, I, I believe you. I, I believe you're into this and I believe that you that you derive great value from these conversations as I listen to you and have listened to you over the years do these movie reviews and, and joke back and forth with Steve and the others who have come and gone. Uh, there is an earnest excitement, uh, which is contagious. And it's for that reason I've got you here today. Uh, you talked about some of those movies that changed the world. A- any of them, any of them uh, nominated for anything big this uh, Oscar season? You know, I think, I think the closest to uh, not changing the world, but, boy, giving us a really good rearview mirror look at the world, The Trial of the Chicago 7, mm. that, uh, that was and is just an amazing movie. This was such an anomaly this year, Lee. Uh, you know, it started a couple of years ago with Roma when all of a sudden we had a Netflix movie being considered for best movie of the year. And, boy, the acceleration of whatever trend that was going has just really happened this year. And there were some really good movies uh, this year, uh, none that just absolutely blew me away. I, I liked Mank. I liked The Trial of the Chicago 7. Of course, Golden Globes, it was uh, Nomadland. Now, our Utah Film Critics Association, they declared, uh, so not like we declared, but I had not even seen the movie at the time, Minari. That was the best movie of the year. So it, it's been an eclectic year, I'll put it that way. I This morning when uh, Robin Garfield, your current, the current producer of the movie show, uh, she shared with me this list. Uh, my, uh, I'm ashamed to admit I didn't know that we were waiting for these nominations to come out. And then uh, doubly, if not triply ashamed of the fact that as I look at this best picture list, as I scroll down uh, and see the uh, movies and directors nominated in the best director, best actor, I, I, I'm not exaggerating. I think I have only seen that movie Soul. Of all the movies nominated yeah. in any category, yeah. Soul may be the and, and it's because, you know, I've got this baby daughter now, and I, I saw it there on, uh, you know, wherever I'm streaming movies and clicked on that because I like music. Uh, yeah. Am I... Am I an anomaly, or has the consumption of these movies, particularly the ones nominated for Oscars this year, are they are they just being less seen less uh, due to the pandemic or, or some other reason? Well, I think it's been uh, especially difficult for people to see movies in a somewhat quote unquote timely fashion, yeah. in order to kind of be up to speed for the SAGs, to be up to speed for the Golden Globes, and then now the Oscars, even though they were delayed this year. So, no, I don't, I don't think you are that much of a monomaly, uh, an anomaly or a monomaly <laughs> either. But, you know, I, I just caught up on The Father, for example. This is the one that's getting so much acclaim for Sir Anthony Hopkins. Mm. And, uh, yeah, it wasn't all that long ago that I caught up on, on Mank, which is uh, an excellent movie, I think, especially for people who love stories about Hollywood. This is about Mankiewicz, who, along with Orson Welles, and pretty much he was the guy that uh, you know wrote just that classic movie Citizen Kane and sure. th- there's some great performances this year but uh, no I, I really don't think you're that much of an anomaly I want to keep saying anomaly <laughs> we're going to have to look that up and make sure I'm not getting you sure. in trouble with the FCC That's okay. but an anomaly there we go I got about 90 seconds left Doug before it's time to say goodbye uh, of the of the best picture nominees The Father Judas and the Black Messiah Mank Minari Nomadland uh, Promising Young Woman Sound of Metal and the trial of Chicago 7. You know me pretty well. Uh, g- g- which should I see? I haven't seen any of them. Uh, I-, I do want to get up to speed uh, t- to some degree before the awards get handed out. I'm not going to be able to see them yeah. all. Uh, w- what am I going to enjoy the most? Oh, you have got to see the trial of the Chicago 7. 
This is an Aaron Sorkin. It is so well acted. It is incredible. And plus, with your love of politics, with your love of, of history and so on, having worked back in Washington, D.C., and uh, know some of the insides uh, there, I, I think you will really like that movie. I would be surprised if you didn't. And, and if I'm honest, I so I, I did a little bit of cursory back and forth, and I saw that, oh, my gosh, Sasha Baron Cohen is involved in this, so it's some kind of some kind of comedy, right? Uh, I, I didn't. Oh, think- no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, he plays. I mean, we've got Abby Hoffman and everything. As a matter of fact, Sasha Baron Cohen uh, in the uh, Golden Globes actually got two, one for his Borat movie and then one for the Chicago 7. Boy, talk about two very, very different roles. But he was amazing. And I'm not his biggest fan, as you well know. But he was amazing in Trial of the Chicago 7. All right. Well, there it is. I'm writing it down right now. I'm going to have to talk to Jessica. We'll get the popcorn out and set some time aside this weekend. Doug, thanks so much. I understand you're on the road. You pulled over just to chat with us. I'm grateful to you for that and the insight you've offered us on this topic today. Well, hey, in the next couple of weeks, you've got some splaining to do. I know. I'm sorry. If, if I'm honest, I, I, when I was talking to Robin today, this is all inside baseball stuff. As I was talking to Robin today and we were trying to decide how to cover this, I realized, hold on a second. I've made this massive announcement. I'm leaving the station. I'm going back to work for Congress. I haven't talked to Doug about this. Our first conversation since the announcement is going to be about some, some silly movies and some trophies they hand out. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, man. I'm going to call you. We'll talk, and, and I'll, I'll explain uh, why for me and my family this is the move to make. No, hey, I, I totally get that you're doing what's <laughs> best for your family, but you got some explaining to do. I, I know. All right, sir. Thanks so much. Drive safely. We'll talk again soon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, okay, listen, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, another area uh, where I am not necessarily an expert, uh, and that is the world of college basketball. There have been some headlines made by some powerhouse teams here in the state of Utah. Brigham Young University and Utah State, uh, they are getting involved in some madness this March. <laughs> Dave McCann of KSL Television break it all down for us. What's it mean? How's it going to look? What do we predict to happen ahead on Live Mike? I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind, only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.